You're listening to the Weed Smart Podcast, where each fortnight we chat about dealing with those pesky weeds. Welcome to the Weed Smart Podcast. I'm the Weed Smart Communications Lead, Jessica Strauss. And today on the podcast, we're focusing on the stewardship of the new Syngenta herbicide Reflex. With so many new products hitting the market and plenty more in the pipeline, it's really beneficial to find out the details about these new products and how they might fit into farming systems. So on today's podcast, Syngenta's Technical Services Lead, James Considine, will join us to give an overview of Reflex. And we'll also be hearing from plant farm agronomist, Nick McKenna. Nick has been speaking with growers who have just received their first allocation of reflex so he'll give us a bit of an overview of that but my co-host peter newman does join me he's the western extension agronomist for weed smart how are you pete i'm great jess how are you I'm good. And Pete, today we are going to be focusing on this new product from Syngenta called Reflex. Can you give us a bit of an overview of how this product is going to fit into farming systems? I'm going to show my age here, Jess, and I'm going to go back to, I reckon, 20 years ago, and I was <laughs> filling up at a service station, bumped into one of the egg department technicians who I later worked with, Dave Nicholson, uh, who told me that he was working on some brodal resistant radish so diflufenic and resistant radish and i just remember thinking oh my goodness this is going to be the end of lupins and we do have lots of diflufenic and resistance and we do have lots of triazine resistance but somehow we have managed to keep growing lupins this whole time and uh, despite that resistance but killing radish in lupins and other pulse crops has always been a big challenge and reflex is coming along to really help us out there it is superior to any other radish herbicide I've seen in lupins and I'm sure that's the same for all the other pulses as well that it's registered for and yeah looking like being a, a really positive new product for us Jess. Yeah and fits in really well with the Weed Smart Big Six just off the top of my head it means that you've got an increased options of crop rotations into the future and increased options of uh, herbicides which you can mix and rotate into the future. So uh, what are some of the bigger benefits of having more options like this uh, in your region in particular Pete? Yeah you summed it up Jess. One is that we don't lose a rotational legume crop in in lupins and other pulses so you know, if we didn't get new products like this come along, it would really limit our ability to grow those crops. So it keeps those break crops in the rotation and also that ability to mix and rot rotate herbicides. And I think that farmers will continue to use a lot of the other wild radish herbicides and add reflex to it. And I think that it's going to add more diversity and add better weed control, Jess. Yeah, certainly. And I, I guess as well with like those options of being able to plant more uh, pulse crops is also putting nitrogen back in the soil too. So there's lots of benefits to this product in particular coming on board. Now we are going to hear from James Considine in a moment from Syngenta. He's the technical services lead. Uh, what were your thoughts on some of his pointers that he made about Reflex? Yes, I'll just I'll make the comment that They've done a great job. I went to a Syngenta update uh, late last year and they told us how they were going about bringing this product forward and it was quite a mission. They really had very tight timelines to work with and they've done it. You know, when they presented it to us, it, it really seemed like not much had to go wrong for it to not come off and obviously we've got COVID thrown in there and all the shipping delays and all of that and they've done it, Jess. I really take my hat off to Syngenta for um, fast-tracking this product and getting at least some of it on farm in time for seeding. Yeah, perfect. All right, well, let's take a listen to James. 
In this interview, we're going to be chatting about Syngenta's new selective herbicide, Reflex. It's now registered, and this is actually about 12 months earlier than was originally planned. So if you're not familiar with Reflex, it's a novel mode of action pre-emergent herbicide controlling broadleaf weeds in pulses and vetch. And these crops, as you might know, have been notorious for broadleaf escapes. And accordingly, many growers have simply been not willing to take the chance uh, growing them. And so this is despite the the obvious agronomic and economic advantages that these crops offer. So this is a a new product that hopefully will be beneficial in light of this. And so Syngenta's technical services lead, James Considine, joins us to give an overview of this herbicide, including how it can fit into farming systems and the stewardship around this product. So James does join us now. How are you going, James? Good, thank you, Jess. So, James, firstly, can you just give us a bit more context around Reflex and what its intended use is? Yeah, sure. Reflex is a a novel residual pre-emergent herbicide for use in pulses and vetch. It's been really well received across the country as broadleaf weeds have been a massive challenge. As we know, broadleaves have deterred many people from growing legumes. Reflex is changing this. The great thing about Reflex is its flexibility as a pre-emergent with rate ranges and application timing. It's particularly helpful for people with resistance to other modes of action. Yeah, cool. And so we kind of alluded to what the challenges are with growing grain legumes in recent times, but can you just talk a little bit more to that and what's been preventing growers from growing grain legumes and why Reflex is going to potentially help growers in that situation? Sure. With legumes, there's there's been a real gap in, in broadleaf weed control. For many growers who have tried growing legumes, there's just as many who have got out of them for agronomic reasons. From the the earliest trials of Reflex in Australia, the field biology team knew this herbicide would bring some huge benefits to the legume phase of broadacre rotations. This really motivated us to fast-track Reflex development for Australia, and as you mentioned, the interest has ranged from high to extremely high. We did a lot of our own work in a range of environmental conditions for registration of Reflex. From the earliest trials with agronomists and consultants, they've been really impressed. They've consistently said it has great weed control and obviously excellent crop safety. The fact that Reflex also offers extended residual activity has really got them excited to use it for themselves. So James, can I just ask, what was involved leading up to this registration in terms of the trial work that Syngenta did for Reflex? Sure, as as with any uh, new product registration, we conduct extensive trials across Australia in, in a range of environmental conditions. Uh, these trials will uh, focus on crop safety on the registered or planned to be registered crops, as well as efficacy on the uh, key broadleaf weeds we, we intend to register for control of. So James, let's get into some of the details around how this product actually works. In not too technical detail, can you tell us how Reflex actually works? Sure, Jess. Reflex is a Group 14 or previously a Group G pre-emergent residual herbicide, which can be used applied prior to sowing or or IBS to all the registered crops or after sowing, PSPE, to all the registered crops except lentils. Uptake of Reflex is primarily through the roots. Uh, Reflex is now registered for use with chickpeas, narrowleaf lupins, lentils, field peas, faba beans, and vetch. Reflex has a wide rate range which varies depending on if it is applied IBS or PSPE and what crop it's actually applied with. And in terms of that rate range, the use of higher rates will deliver higher levels of weed control 
longer residual and be a more robust option. Excellent. And what's the weed spectrum for reflex, James? Obviously, there's been a lot of interest in wild radish, but reflex is excellent on a range of key broadleaf weeds, including weeds such as sow thistle and fumitory. We've observed up to 12 weeks residual control, which is really helpful when managing the weed seed bank. Okay, great. And so, James, Weed Smart Big Six principles recommend the mixing and rotating of herbicides where possible to prevent the development of herbicide resistance. What is your stewardship message in specific relation to reflex so growers use it and don't potentially fall into this trap of, of getting herbicide resistance for this product? Yes, that's a, a good point, Jess. We're constantly advocating the, the Weed Smart Big Six and with the introduction of reflex, we're not replacing uh, products like Simazine or, or Metribuzin, but helping to achieve broader weed control through mixing and, and matching, depending on the weeds being targeted. We're also helping to extend the life of what have been two important tools in this space. We need to consider what tools we have for specific crops and using them in those crops where they are needed most, whilst ensuring that we aren't overusing particular groups. It takes a lot of effort to develop herbicides, so we all need to help preserve them for years to come. Okay, great, James. And what options do growers have with Reflex in terms of partnering it with other grass pre-emergent herbicides? There's many options here. Obviously, Box of Gold is a great one. Trifluorin, Propizamide, and now we have Ultra as well. We know that legume crops don't like competition, so being able to manage weeds in the establishment window has huge benefits at harvest time. Compatibility-wise, Reflex is quite compatible in our experience as long as there is adequate agitation. It's really been quite good when used in various mixes. Compatibility is certainly not a barrier to adoption and being able to target additional control of key weeds as a part of a tank mix is hugely beneficial. All right, that's good to hear, James. Now, we did mention in the intro that this product is registered about 12 months earlier than was originally anticipated. Why has the timeline been shortened by so much? Given the level of interest in the product, we worked with the APVMA without skipping any hurdles to meet their requirements in a more timely way. We were ready to implement an intensive production plan from the moment we got registration to ensure growers across key regions would be able to see reflex in action this season. Yeah, it's not common that you hear about a timeline being shortened. It's usually extended, so I'm sure you're all really happy about that and it's great for growers as well. So when are you expecting your first sales of this product, James? Yes, we were very excited to see the registration to come through and, and we're expecting first sales any day now. All right, great. Well, thank you so much for explaining the new product Reflex and giving the messages around the stewardship of the product. And yeah, really appreciate you taking the time. At a busy time for you, I'm sure, James. Thank you so much. Thank you very much, Jess. It's been terrific to have a chat with you today. Thank you so much to James Considine from Syngenta there giving us an overview on Reflex, how it might fit into farming systems and some of the stewardship messages around it as well. We really appreciate it. And Pete, we did focus on wild radish and the control of wild radish with this product, but obviously there's other broadleaf weeds which also are targeted with this product. So it, it is quite versatile and, you know, would potentially fit into a lot of varied farming systems, wouldn't it? Yeah, look, I'm a bit of a one-trick pony up here, Jess. I talk about <laughs> wild radish a lot. When it comes to broadleaf weeds, there are other broadleaf weeds. And, yeah, it'd be good to learn a little bit more about 
where reflex fits in for some of those other specific broadleaf weed challenges around the country. Yeah, definitely. And if you are listening to this and you're on Twitter, definitely reply to the podcast tweet and, you know, maybe give us a bit of an overview of your farming system and how it might fit into uh, your program. We'd love to hear from you. We are going to be hearing from plant farm agronomist Nick McKenna next, who is based in Geraldton, which is Pete's region. But we thought we would hear from Nick because he has been speaking directly with growers who've received their first allocation of reflex. And as you mentioned, Pete, there is a real fit for growers in your region so it was really interesting to hear from Nick can you just talk to that a little bit more before we get into the interview Pete yeah well Nick's a rainmaker isn't he Jess he is (laughs) tropical low coming down the coast and here we are again and there's one on the way again and the reason I mentioned that is that you know I I guess in gentle we're probably hoping for a late break so that it gives more chance to get the product on farm but it's coming early Mm. uh, and so people are going like mad to get lupins in the ground uh, and other crops as well. I think canola is probably going in first for most people, but certainly would be lupins going in now ahead of this rain. And so not every farmer is going to get their allocation, but I guess they'll also be looking to see whether they get an opportunity to get their allocation soon and apply it post-sowing pre-emergent, Jess, because that's also in the application window. So, yeah, it's it's been a tight timeline from go to woe, and they might just get it sprayed just before those cotyledons emerge in some instances. Yeah, fingers crossed. All right, well, let's take a listen to Nick. In this interview, we're having a chat with Plan Farm agronomist Nick McKenna, who is based in Geraldton. And Nick has been on the podcast before giving us a regional update a few months ago. So thanks for joining us again, Nick. So Nick, he's been speaking with growers who have recently received their first allocation of the new Syngenta product, Reflex. So Nick will share with us the responses from those growers, as well as what he thinks the impact will be for Reflex in his region in terms of what crops can be grown and that kind of thing. So Nick does join us. How are you going, Nick? Yeah, good, thanks, Jess. How are you? Really good. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast again. Now, firstly, can you just tell us about how Reflex might fit into farming systems in your region? Yeah, for sure. I suppose, most importantly, it's a new herbicide that can be used on pulse crops. So, particularly in the northern ag region, uh, lupins will probably be the biggest recipient of Reflex. And it's going to be quite exciting to finally be able to move away from Group C and Group F herbicides uh, after controlling wild radish mostly. Yeah, great. And so you have been in contact with growers who have received their first allocation of reflex. What's been the response from growers with this recent allocation? I think everyone's by and large pretty excited about it. I mean, as soon as they told us that we might not get a full allocation in time for seeding, that obviously uh, makes us a bit more uh, grateful when we do actually get the product. And so everyone's quite excited about it, um, especially with you know what could be quite a good year with a bit of some sort of moisture and a of system moving through this week, yeah, it's going to give people a lot of confidence for the season. So having good weed control will be a bit of a bonus as well. Yeah, that's great. Okay, so in terms of the longer-term changes, then you said that in regards to lupins, it'll probably be a bit of a game-changer. So what could you foresee if you kind of look into the crystal ball slightly, Nick, in terms of potential longer-term changes as a result of a product like Reflex being in the mix? It's kind of twofold. I mean, firstly, there's a lot of wild radish out there resistant to uh, Group C chemistry, like uh, simazine or Metribuzin is probably the, the two ones that spring to mind. And so being able to rotate to a different mode of action will hopefully give us a better chance to control those radish. And from the trials that we've seen, it looks like it's going to be the goods. It's, it's looking really impressive for controlling wild radish and lupins. And then I suppose the kind of follow-on from that is that if we can get a better job of controlling radish pre-emergent, we'll be able to focus our efforts more on controlling ryegrass because 
that's kind of the, the big issue is that um, there's not many options for controlling wide rust post-emergency in Luthen, so we're sort of using clefidim and, and failing with it, whereas now if we can focus our efforts on uh, killing small weeds early, uh, we should have a better chance of getting clean lupin crops for both uh, grass weeds and for broadleaf weeds using reflex. Yeah, that's great to hear. And so in terms of the stewardship around the product, what would your messages be to growers who now have reflex as part of their uh, operation? What would you suggest in terms of ensuring you don't get resistance and that kind of thing? I think probably apply the same lessons that we've, you know, we've had built into us over the last five to eight years from Ari about, you know, mixing and rotating products. I don't think anyone's going to drop out entirely um, brodal or, or simazine or metribuzin out of their lupin programs. So we'll probably still keep a bit of group C and a, group, a bit of group F in the mix. But I think the end result will be that we'll kill every weed, or, or close to it anyway. And then once we're dealing with lower numbers of, of uh, radish and we can control it in our, the rest of our rotation, hopefully we'll keep on seeing a, a decrease in the levels of radish in paddocks. Yeah, that would be excellent. And is there anything else that you'd like to share with growers before we wrap things up on this new product? I suppose probably the, the fit that it'll have on you know other pulse crops as well. So um, chickpeas are probably one that springs to mind because it's kind of a bit difficult to get really awesome radish control in chickpeas. And admittedly, there's probably not too many paddocks where chickpeas are well suited and where radish is also a big problem. But given that it's uh, registered for use in chickpeas and other pulses, I think it's going to open up a few more possibilities for controlling uh, broadleaf weeds in our pulse crops. And if that gives us more options you know, for our rotation, I think it's it can't be a bad thing. It's going to be really exciting see how we can change the northern ag region using this product certainly well thank you so much for giving us an overview of reflex and how it might fit into farming systems in your region nick really appreciate you taking the time no worries great speaking to you jess Thank you so much to plant farm agronomist Nick McKenna there for joining us, giving us a bit of an overview on growers in his region who have received their allocation of reflex. But Pete, as we say in the big six, you've got to mix and rotate. And of course, we have focused on one product in this podcast today because it does have a new fit in farming systems. And so it's important to give growers the details about that, but also important to highlight that obviously we need to continue to mix and rotate. What are your thoughts on, on that, Pete? Yeah, Nick mentioned that, that most growers will probably keep in most of their other herbicides they've been using and add reflex to it. So continue to use triazines, metribuzin and diphenylphenicin and also now reflex. So it is an extra herbicide in the mix, Jess, which is yeah, all part of that Weed Smart Big Six strategy. I'd probably just also add just another aside. A lot of growers have been really happy with the price that Syngenta came out with for reflex as well. I won't say the price because I'll probably get it wrong, but... I know that um, yeah, growers were pleasantly surprised that it that it wasn't priced sort of out of the market. So we sort of think uh, it's going to go over a really big area. You know, perhaps just about the vast majority of of our lupins and pulses in the coming years. Yeah, great. Well, thank you so much to both James Considine from Syngenta and also Nick McKenna from Plan Farm who shared with us some details on Reflex and yeah, we really appreciate them giving the time. It's always busy, but particularly busy at the moment. And Pete, thank you for joining me as well. Just a quick note on a few of the things that you can consume through the WeedSmart website and podcast. We do have our next regional update, which is uh, coming out next Monday. And that is with Craig Davis, who is 
is an independent agronomist based in South Australia. And you can ensure you don't miss that by subscribing to the Weed Smart podcast on your podcast app of choice. And we did mention a few new articles in the last Weed Smart podcast, but I just thought I'd highlight them again just in case you missed that one. So the question, how can I ensure my complex tank mix is compatible and sprays out, is the uh, question that's answered in our latest Ask an Expert with Stephen Pettinon from FMC. So make sure you have a look at that one on the Weed Smart website. And we've also got a new case study on Kurt Main from Rolleston in Queensland, and he discusses the decisions he's making around swapping patch cultivation for optical spraying technology in fallow. I'll put the links to both of those in the podcast notes. And also this week, we've got a new case study coming out on the single family, and they're based in Canamble, New South Wales. And farming moisture is their risk management strategy. So they talk all about that in the case study, and they've said that it's really paid off for them time and time again. So an interesting one to keep an eye out for. I'll provide the link when that one goes up live on the website. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Facebook. And as we mentioned in the podcast there, we'd love to hear about your experiences with Reflex. Let us know if it's a fit for your farming system or what your experience has been uh, on Twitter or Facebook. And uh, feel free to send us a direct message as well if you'd like to give us some more information. So thanks to our guests and we'll catch you on the podcast next time. Thank you.